Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 55 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And before we get into everything, if you are watching the video feed right now, there is no need to adjust your monitors. My hair is, in fact, extremely blonde right now. I know. It looks a little wild. Uh, as a friend of mine said yesterday, I've got the Doc Brown look going on right now, for those of you old enough to remember Back to the Future. The first one, gray hair throughout most of it, but the young Doc Brown, extremely blonde hair. For some reason, that's what they did to make him make uh, Christopher Lloyd look younger in 1985. Uh, now, of course, if you've been, a, been listening at least for the past few months, you know uh, I did a little purple in my hair a couple months ago, and uh, on... I didn't actually strip out my natural color, uh, so it didn't get really purple. And of course, uh, I, it, recently I decided I was going to bleach it out and then put the purple in. So this is the only time you're going to see the extremely blonde hair on my head. Uh, it will be purple by the next episode of Common Sense Sundays. So again, no need to adjust your monitors or your televisions if you are watching the video feed. It is, in fact, crazy blonde right now. All right, uh, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, during episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook. Uh, head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, you can also follow my own personal Instagram account. That is not all go tell it to the wall common sense Sundays content. There is some, but not all of it. Uh, however, if you're an Instagram user, go ahead and give me a follow over there on Instagram at SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean, S O C A L S E A N. Easy to remember. I broadcast from Southern California, and my name is Sean. Keep that in mind. Uh, and, of course, we have our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube.com slash Go Tell It To The Wall. That's right, YouTube.com slash Go Tell It To The Wall. You really just got to remember the name of the, the main overarching podcast, not Common Sense Sundays necessarily. Go Tell It To The Wall has been around a lot longer than Common Sense Sundays. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews our Mental Health Monday playlists, our parenting playlists, all that good stuff, and of course, all of the video feeds that we do for Go Tell It to the Wall and Common Sense Sundays get posted up there. Uh, most importantly, if you want to follow us and keep up with everything, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. SeanO'RourkeLive.com. I'm not going to spell it out for you. My name is S-E-A-N, and you should be able to figure out how to spell O'Rourke. There's no apostrophe in that URL, because you can't use apostrophes in a URL. That's like the bane of my existence at times. I remember my wife immediately after we got married and she changed her name was like, "Why this is such it's such a pain in the ass." With and I was like, "I know, trust me." So millions of people out there with apostrophes in their names and we can't can't get it straight. Like when when you go to enter stuff, it happened to me recently and someone was like, "Oh, I can't put the apostrophe," and I was like, "Just leave it out." Just, just leave it out, even though it's supposed to be in there. Uh, and, of course, on that website, you will not only find lots of great content, our blogs, photos, videos, all kinds of great stuff, you'll also find a link to our Patreon campaign. Help us out financially if you have the means to do so and you see fit to, to help us out. Uh, you're going to link right there. And if you don't want to help us out, help out other people on Patreon. There's a lot of great artists that I follow who also have Patreon campaigns or, or pages or whatever word they use for it there uh, and become a patron of either... Go tell it to the wall, or or of one of your favorite broadcasters, artists, uh, you know, content creators, 
all that great stuff, all the words that the kids use these days. I won't use that I word. I think it's so ridiculous. I, we're glad we're moving away from that one. Uh, and of course, if you're interested in picking up some merch, some common sense, go tell it to the wall merch, uh, you can link directly to our website right there on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, all kinds of great stuff up there with our, with our beautiful logo. I think it's beautiful. Not everyone does, but I love it. It's a good logo. Uh, so make sure you, you do that if you're looking for some new merch. All right. Uh, we are back. <laughs> we had a little bit of a hiatus there. This was an unplanned hiatus. Sometimes we, we have little breaks, you know, uh, whether there's scheduling conflicts or other things going on. Uh, I'm going to get into why we had a little bit of a break over the past three weeks. Um, I have a good excuse. Not a great reason. I wasn't doing well. There was a little bit of fun being had in there, but not mainly for fun. And, and we're going to get into some of that as we get along uh, through episode 55 here. Um, I, I, I feel like it needs to be shared and it's very important uh, to talk about. So we're going to get into to all of that stuff. Uh, but before we get there, we're going to talk about some digital trends. And bear with me this week. After a, after a long layoff, like three weeks, I tend to, tend to really be yelling at a wall here in the studio uh, so, so gird your loins, as as people would say. Uh, but of course, digital trends. Uh, hashtag fake buffet facts. I enjoyed this one, and this is this has been a question that I've had for the past year and a half or so, uh, as as far as buffets go, because we have learned that people people are not very sanitary. Remember when COVID first started, I, I came on here and I was like, you know, people give me a hard time uh, because I do have obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, and a large part of that is, is a little bit of germophobia, eh, maybe maybe a little more than a little bit, some germophobia. And, uh, and and it was like, you know what? As you can see, I've been right for all these years because we had to explain to people how to wash their hands. And then, of course, that question is certain things. Can those still exist in a, in a post-COVID world? And buffets is probably one of those. Uh, now, I've said... Ever since the beginning, you know, because who doesn't love a buffet? That's the thing. I got some germophobia, but there is a there is certain certain thing to be said about buffets. Uh, you know, if you really just want to power down some food, uh, but not the most sanitary conditions when people are serving themselves. So I think we're going to move into a world where you're actually being served by somebody uh, at a buffet instead of like reaching hands in and touching all kinds of food. And trust me, like when there's when there's like bread sitting out somewhere, I. I, I, I'm not going to trust that it hasn't been every single piece of bread or whatever other thing hasn't been touched by somebody. Uh, but of course, hashtag fake buffet facts. Uh, and one of those would be sneeze guards work. Uh, sneeze guards, they might help a little bit, but come on. We're even learning now that ventilation is the most important thing when it comes to COVID. And all these those screens, those glass screens that you see at businesses, they're not actually doing the best job because you're actually containing some of the spread within that instead of ventilating it uh, out and filtering it out from a from a certain room or building or whatever it might be. Uh, so sneeze guards, they work, but we know, in fact, that they probably are not the most effective thing uh, to keep germs off of stuff. And also, uh, fake buffet facts, highest quality food out there. I'm not saying buffet food is terrible. However, you're not getting the highest quality food. Have you ever been to one of those, like, hometown buffets or... Not not the highest quality of food. I mean, I have been to some buffets that weren't bad, uh, but and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just you're not getting gourmet food at most buffets. It's just not something that happens. Uh, now, of course, if you love buffets, by all means, continue to go to them. Uh, hashtag stupid birthday questions. That's right, stupid birthday questions. You know you always get these. 
And it's not even always questions, it's like comments. People are like, oh, you're getting old there. They're like, oh, you're still a kid. It's like, I know. I know how old I am. I've, I've heard the last 15 people say the same thing that you're telling me at, on my actual birthday. Uh, so I got a couple of those for you. Uh, hashtag stupid birthday questions. Can I wear my birthday suit? Would not recommend wearing your birthday suit to your birthday party. If you're not familiar with what your birthday suit is, look it up, but just use caution if you're Googling birthday suit because you might have some other things popping up that you don't necessarily want to see. Uh, and of course, hashtag stupid birthday questions. When was your last birthday? It was a year ago. Happens every year. That's always a running joke you find in like sitcoms. And uh, and <laughs> of course, I have a I have a four-year-old at home. So entangled, it's a joke. Oh, do you just, you can't be your birthday. It was just your birthday last year. It's like, yep, birthday every year. Uh, so, so hashtag stupid birthday questions. Those are two for you to look up if you're just looking for some lighthearted fun as you're perusing the social channels. Uh, but of course, moving on to things that you shouldn't be looking up or participating in. We've got a couple of challenges. We have built this podcast uh, partially upon stupid challenges ever since the beginning, way back in 2016. And I, I, uh, it wasn't Tide Pod challenges, but there was a couple challenges going on when we first launched this podcast. And they continue to sustain us as I yell at a wall on a weekly basis. Uh, one of those going around right now is the frozen honey challenge. That's right. People are, if you haven't heard of this, people are freezing honey and then eating it. And it's, when I first saw this, I was like, what, what's the challenge here? It's not, not like that cinnamon challenge where you end up choking yourself or whatever. I was like, people eat honey. Is it bad to freeze it? And apparently there is a downside to this. Not only the fact that it, it can get stuck in your teeth when you, when you freeze it, apparently, uh, can help add to cavities. Not great for your teeth. Uh, and I'll tell you, I love chewy candy. I, I have a weakness for chewy candy. Uh, I, I avoid it for the most part now because I know it's not great for my teeth. So as much as I love it, I avoid it. Especially in Sour Patch Kids, that was one of my favorite things growing up. And I still love them, but I avoid them. And honey, frozen honey can be even worse than, than like those kinds of things. So I wouldn't recommend it based on that. Uh, but there is something even bigger that's come out of this. Uh, too much honey can actually cause botulism that's right botulism uh, so participate in challenges get a little botulism so obviously I'm gonna recommend nobody out there do the frozen honey challenge it's amazing that people do, they'll do anything they see it on on uh, like TikTok or YouTube or any of those and they're like oh gotta do this challenge it's like really maybe think before you do stuff it's it's like that old saying. We've all had parents that said it to us. If, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? No. No. So don't do it. Uh, and especially not this next challenge. This one's even worse. And I know you've seen it because everybody's talking about this, this freaking thing. Uh, and that would be the crate challenge. If you haven't seen this, people are stacking crates like stairs. And they walk up. They walk down. It's not stable. Uh, the majority of people end up falling. And I've seen some. I've seen some of these. I wouldn't recommend if you're faint of heart to watch to watch a lot of these because it it's it's like oh god and you see some of them and you're like that dude broke his neck is is that guy dead like what's going on here so the crate challenge again just because you see something on a social platform doesn't mean you should do it definitely don't go climbing crates and in fact I saw the ultimate on this because we've learned that gender reveal parties with explosives not a good idea. And I actually saw a video the other day of uh, the father-to-be was doing the crate challenge and carrying something. He had it, like, in his hands, and I, I'm going to, like, probably a, some kind of thing that's supposed to break open when he falls off the crates. And sure enough, he gets near the top, falls down, 
blue powder goes flying everywhere, and everyone's cheering. They're like, oh, and the poor guy's laying on the ground with, like, blue powder all over the place because he's having a boy. So, so here's how far it's gone. We're going to kill the father-to-be, all for a gender reveal and a stupid challenge. Avoid the crate challenge. Plus, keep all of the all of the crust punks in mind out there that need those crates for their beds and their bookshelves and, and DJs that need those crates for their records. Let's not take up all the crates, because I, I have seen that as well. It's hard to find crates, <laughs> apparently, because everyone's buying them up and doing the stupid crate challenge. Breaking necks. Ridiculous. It's, it's, it's utterly ridiculous. Uh, and one more thing on the digital trends. Not a fun one, but I wanted to bring it up because uh, it's trending around the platforms right now. Is hashtag get backs for the kids. We're going to talk more about this as we get to COVID updates, which is coming up next. Uh, nice little, see that smooth transition transition into the next topic there. Uh, hashtag get vax for the kids. I'm really getting tired of this because people just don't care about the kids. It's a constant thing of, uh, you know, my my body, my choice, and all, don't. And I'm not even, I'm not going to, because it's just the hypocrisy on that is just astounding. When you look at the demographic that's saying my body, my choice, and other things that they. Uh, don't agree my body my choice on uh, and and let alone not not pointing out the fact that you're, you're affecting other people with this one whereas there's other stuff that people complain about it's not affecting other people it's just not uh, and and people just don't care about the kids that's what I've said all throughout the past you know well probably not originally but as we were opening things up and they're like oh if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask and everything of course we've gone back on back and forth on that a bunch but it's like well just fuck them kids huh Kids can't get vaccinated. I got a four-year-old at home. She can't get vaccinated. So as far as I'm concerned, that that is something that's extremely important, and we need to keep that in mind. Get vaxxed for the kids. All right, COVID updates. Of course, it was getting better. That's the thing, is I was driving back on my road trip, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it really seems like we've turned a corner here, uh, despite driving through the South where it's like they just don't believe in COVID there, and we're seeing that based on the numbers right now. I was like, oh, you know, it feels like it's getting better. But of course... The Delta variant came around and is now wreaking havoc. We're seeing numbers increase everywhere, uh, especially in the South. Hospi- hospitals being overwhelmed. Uh, and there's, uh, I, I, I know it was either Missouri or Alabama, one of those states in the South where the hospitals are like near capacity. And they're hitting the point where uh, some hospitals are, are, going, are triaging patients. If you're not familiar with triage, that's like choosing which patients need care more. And they're prioritizing vaccinated patients. And as morbid as that sounds and as unfair as some people, I don't think it's unfair, but as unfair as some people are going to say that is, uh, that's what you get. We have, if you don't want to get vaccinated, uh, keep your ass out of the hospital. Stay home, wait it out. Because that's on you for not doing everything you could to avoid a, a, a deadly experience when it comes to COVID. Yes, there are breakthrough cases for people that have the vaccine. Most people aren't dying if they're vaccinated. And then again, the kids, the kids can't get vaccinated. It's just, it, it's crazy out there. And we have a story of one particular person here in, here in California, in Marin County, California, which I believe is Northern California. I, I can't, my fourth grade uh, social studies is, is failing me right now when, when I had to learn all the counties in California because I did, did grow up in California. Uh, Marin County, I believe it's Northern California. We had a teacher there who was anti-vax, was not vaccinated, was only one of two people at this school that were not vaccinated. Uh, and she was teaching a class of 24 students and would frequently take off her mask to read things to the students. Well, it turns out uh, she had COVID. And in fact, she was 
had tested positive three days prior to this happening, and that was an outbreak within her class. 24 students, 12 of them came down with COVID. And as far as I'm concerned, that teacher should be prosecuted. I, I, we are an over-litigious society, especially in this country. However, this is one, if those 12, 12 sets of parents or parents or parent, grand, whoever's raising those kids, wanted to bring a lawsuit against this teacher, I would see no problem with that whatsoever. This teacher should be prosecuted. As far as I'm concerned, that was a purposeful act infecting 12, 12 students, half of the class, with COVID. And now those poor kids are dealing with COVID. Now, and you say, oh, kids have mild cases. Yeah, we just had a four-year-old die in Riverside County. That'd be east of Los Angeles, for those of you not familiar with it. Riverside County, four-year-old, a four-year-old. There was a 13-year-old, perf- and no underlying condition for that four-year-old. 13-year-old in uh, in the south somewhere. It was either Missouri or or Georgia, and, and, and apologies for not knowing, remembering the exact state. 13-year-old, eighth grader, uh, no underlying conditions passed away from COVID. You know, so we gotta we gotta be better. Show some compassion and caring for your fellow person, for your fellow. I hate saying fellow man, but your fellow individuals. Compassion, caring. It's not that hard. And I'm not the most caring person on the face of the earth, but that that's like a no brainer to me. Get the vaccination. Just do it. In fact, we had another anti-vaxer. Apparently a gentleman named Caleb Wallace, uh, he led the anti-vax campaign, one of the anti-mask anti, sorry, anti campaigns within Texas, was leading rallies and all this other stuff. Nobody should wear masks, no mask mandates, no mask requirements. Fuck them kids again. You know, it's ridiculous. No masks in schools, all this kind of stuff. Well, he came down with COVID, was in the hospital for three weeks, and actually just passed away, leaving his wife and children behind because he didn't want to get vaccinated and didn't want to wear masks. I feel like that guy that's gone viral, like, I can't do the face. He's too brilliant with it. It's so simple, but he's brilliant. No, I, I try to imitate it. You know who I'm talking about. And he's like, points out these. We're kindred spirits because everything he does is very common sense, you know. <laughs> kind of debunks all these, like, life hacks and stuff. You know who I'm talking about. And people still want to learn. That's the thing is we're constantly like, well, maybe people that are anti-mask will see this and, and, and learn from it. No, it's not happening. So I, I have no, no pity for anybody that puts themselves in that situation. I don't. I don't feel bad for this, 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 this Caleb Wallace guy. He put himself in that situation. Your fault, dude. I'm not going to feel bad. I do feel bad for his wife and kids, but I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for anybody that's, that's railing against these things that are keeping kids and other, other individuals safe. Just do it. Wear a mask. Get the vaccine. It's the smallest needle on the face of the earth. Just do it. And of course, we're getting more and more excuses for the not getting the vaccine. One of those main things was like, oh, there's no FDA approval for the vaccine. And well, a week ago, we got the FDA approval for at least one of the vaccines, the, the Pfizer vaccine. But of course, all the anti-vaxxers started making up other excuses and regardless of what you can you can go ahead and debunk their excuse they're just going to find another one we have hit a point within this pandemic where if people don't want to get it they're most likely not going to get it now i know some people's minds have been changed we see those stories uh, almost daily however the majority of people are not their mind is not being changed new excuses wear a mask get the vaccine it's just carelessness that's all it is. 
And I really am thankful for Los Angeles. Because there's an interesting stat out there, uh, and don't quote me on these exact percentages, but the United States of America is about 4% of the world population. The United States. Uh, The United States also accounts for 25% of COVID cases worldwide. 4% of the population, 25% of COVID cases. Just goes to show you how selfish Americans can be. That's the world we live in right now. We've always known this, but now we see there's just zero compassion for, for fellow individuals. Zero. That's why I am thankful for Los Angeles, like I said, because masks required in schools, masks required in a lot of businesses, vaccine mandates for a lot of people. In fact, uh, Los Angeles Unified School District is requiring vaccines for all teachers and workers within the school district, uh, and they need to have their vaccines by, I believe it is, October 15th. So I'm I am very thankful uh, to live here where we're still seeing a lot of effects from COVID, especially the Delta variant that is that is running rampant right now. But at least most most organizations and people are doing their best to curb the spread of COVID and the Delta variant. I'm thankful for it. Really am. All right, we're going to move on to some mental health. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of confession time here for me personally. Uh, as you know, if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast... Uh, another pillar that this podcast was built on, Go Tell Us the Wall as a whole, uh, is is mental health and mental illness awareness. I have said from the beginning, uh, because as you know if you've listened to the podcast, I suffer from what can be at times a debilitating mental illness. And uh, when I was younger, first starting to discover that I had obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder, uh, it wasn't... There wasn't as much care out there. You know, there were doctors and everything else, but people didn't understand it. And they, it was a lot, a lot of times most people were embarrassed to talk about it. So it was, it was very difficult to, to kind of move past that stigma. Now, thankfully, over the past really 20 years, but especially the past like f- five to 10 years, we've, we've made strides with that. Businesses, organizations have, have come out recognizing that mental illness is, is just as bad as physical ailments can be. We have people of note who, who speak out, sharing their stories. Uh, and that has been something for me, is, is talking about it openly. And even if there's one young, young individual who hears that and, and feels a little better and, and knows that they're not alone and, and knows that there's nothing to be embarrassed about, uh, then that's enough for me. And the reason I want to get into some confession time is, as much as I talk about it on a weekly basis on this podcast, I have, ever since the beginning of Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, and really with Common Sense Sundays, it, it still remains a pillar. I talk about it, and I'm open about it, and I share it. I don't always do the best job taking care of myself. I'm always giving advice, but often don't take my own advice. And a lot of times, that comes to a head where I have panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Uh, and a lot of times, I, I, you know, it's, it's a day. I can get over it without getting as much help as I should. Uh, and the reason, actually, the reason that we've missed three weeks, well, two weeks, because um, actually last weekend, honestly, I was in Big Bear. <laughs> I was spending the weekend in Big Bear with my wife and daughter uh, and actually going to, to uh, Gutterfest, which I mentioned weeks ago uh, that I would be attending up there in Big Bear. However, the two weeks prior to that, the reason we did not record was I was in a very, very, very bad place. Anxiety attacks, feeling helpless, just everything my obsessive-compulsive disorder was hitting me. I, I was not doing well. 
couldn't keep myself from just breaking down completely on a, on a daily basis. For about two weeks, this was happening. Close to two weeks. When finally I, I realized, you know, I need to take my own advice and I need to get some help. And so that's what I did. Uh, and that's why I bring this up is, is if you're one of those people that's like me and, and you're constantly talking about awareness and ending the stigma and all those things, but not helping yourself, remember that it's okay to help yourself. It's okay to talk to somebody. It's okay to take medication if that's something that you need for your mental illness, whatever it might be. And I finally hit a point where I am being more proactive about my own mental health and my own mental illness. And I encourage all of you out there to do the same if you need it. Remember to take care of yourself. Because here's the thing. As much as I talk about and give advice and all these and talk about my own experiences, I am not fully equipped to help people. I'm not fully equipped to be there for my family, my extended family, especially uh, my wife and daughter, if, if I'm going through these rough patches. So you may think, I'm okay. I, you know, I don't want to go through this. I don't want, I, I'm embarrassed, whatever it might be. Know that you, it's not just for yourself. Do it for yourself, of course, but it's for those around you. Even if those around you are supporting you as much as possible. I have an excellent support system. I thank God for my wife every day. Well, I, I thank the universe. I, you know, I don't really pray, but I'm thankful every day for my wife and, and her understanding and her support that she gives me. Really in everything, but especially when it comes to my mental illness. The understanding that's there. I have certain friends that, that I can be more open with uh, about certain things, and I'm thankful for them every day, but it still comes down to me doing a better job taking care of myself, however that may be. So this week, I want to leave you with that, wall fans, common sensors. It's extremely important. Everyone need it, and I'm not saying you need to go get medication. You need to talk to somebody, but know that it's okay to talk to somebody. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. I have a friend who, who often says, everybody should talk to somebody. That's a good thing to keep in mind. It doesn't mean you're less of a person. It doesn't mean you're weak. It just means you're taking care of yourself. And I'm learning much more to do that myself. Instead of just pushing it on other people. You know? Do as I, do as I say, not as I do. Well, do as I do as well. And I hope that's going to make some people out there realize that maybe they need a little more help than just leaning on others. Because it's important. Not only for yourself, but to be there for those around you. All right, I have a little bit of positive news this week. That's right. We haven't had positive news in a while. Probably because we're in this, this pandemic world and it's hard to find positive news. But I really enjoyed this story. Uh, and in fact, it comes full circle. I, I really love when things come full circle, when we've been talking about things for years or, you know, for something comes up and then a few months later there's an update on it, whatever, especially when it's a positive thing. Uh, and this would be one of those things. We talked about a, a young lady named Nandi Bushnell uh, months and months ago, maybe even like a year ago. It was very, yeah, probably at least a year ago. It was early on in the pandemic. Uh, she's a bit of a drum prodigy. She's an excellent drummer for, for her age. And forgive me, I cannot remember her age uh, offhand, but you, you probably saw this story. Uh, and she was putting out drum videos, and, and it got to Dave Grohl, uh, who's the singer uh, for Foo Fighters, uh, but is also well-known as the drummer for Nirvana. He's an excellent drummer. Uh, one of the greatest drum videos you can ever see outside of the Nanny Bushnell 
video where they did it, you know, they did it via Zoom or one of those, and they're drumming together, is, is Dave Grohl having a drum battle with Animal. Yeah, that Animal, for those of you on the video, you can see. Uh, I've got a, and it's not the only one in the studio. There's a lot of Animal here. It's just that's the only one you see on this particular shot uh, in the camera. Uh, check that one out as well. But Nandy Bushnell finally got a chance to get on stage in person with the Foo Fighters uh, here in Los Angeles. Uh, that was about a week ago, I believe, at the Forum, the Foo Fighters were playing a concert. Uh, and the support that was shown, the crowd was chanting her name as she got to come out on stage with Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters and, and play drums with the Foo Fighters. Uh, it's just fantastic to see. And I think it's great encouragement for youth out there. Not not that they're trying to to become internet famous or any of those things, uh, but just knowing that that you can you can play drums. You can do these things. You can be a musician, whether you're super well-known and famous or you just do it for yourself. There's a lot more things out there for kids, uh, and music's one of them. We constantly see music programs getting cut at schools and all this other stuff. It's extremely important for kids. And we need more of this positivity in the world, especially right now. Especially right now. And there's great positive news. Uh, good on you, Dave Grohl. Good on you, Nandy Bushnell. Uh, love seeing that talent out, out there, and I'm hoping to see more of her and more more other kids out there, you know, taking taking their talents and their time and putting it into to positive things such as playing music. You know, that doesn't mean every kid needs to play music. I'm not saying that, but if that's what a child is into, that's what they're into. I have a feeling my kid is going to be very musical. Uh, I am semi-musical. I can't. I don't play instruments well. I can half play. A couple instruments, especially hand percussion. But my daughter, that's the one thing, is constantly making up songs in the house. It's constant singing in my house. Not not great singing. I can't sing very well. I used to be able to sing well when I was a kid, but didn't keep up with it. Uh, but my daughter has learned to make up her own songs. I'll be like, what are you singing? She's like, oh, I'm making up a song. You know. So I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of music uh, flowing through my house outside of just the crappy punk rock that I <laughs> listen to on a daily basis. And that's going to move us right into parenting. Speaking of my four-year-old, uh, there's been just, like I talked about in COVID news there, so much stress. Kids catching COVID across the U.S. You know, when the, when, when the pandemic first hit, it was like, this is a, this is a disease, a, a pandemic for, for older people. Those were the ones getting hit the worst. But now we are seeing that it doesn't discriminate. There are plenty of youth and children out there. I mentioned a couple that have passed away. Uh, some getting very sick, even not even if they're not getting very sick, still getting sick and catching the virus. They're capable of catching the virus. This causes an immense amount of stress as a parent. Immense. And I find myself angry with the anti-vaxxers. As I said, wear a mask, get the vaccine. And I can't wait for the vaccine to come across for kids. And as morbid as it sounds, once the, all the kids are able to get vaccinated, I'm, just, I'm not going to worry about the anti-vaxxers anymore. You've made your own bed. You've dug your own grave. Literally dug your own grave at that point. But until then, all of our children are very, very vulnerable to this disease, to this virus. Let's keep them in mind. Even if you don't want to do it, you're afraid of it, keep in mind there are children out there who cannot get vaccinated. I was also reminded recently of the unconditional love of children which I've mentioned on the podcast in the parenting section multiple times, really over the years, uh, but especially over the past couple of years since Common Sense Sundays came to fruition. Uh, and I was reminded of that actually when I was in Big Bear. So I was out, out at a show Friday and Saturday night, fully masked, uh, 
and I was not getting in the pit, for those of you familiar with a, a punk rock show, uh, I was off to the side, even fully masked, off to the side, avoiding the crowds, but still watching uh, great bands, including the, the incomparable Chaser. Uh, got to see them again, which is just unbelievable fun. I'll talk a little bit more about that in entertainment news. Uh, but what happened was, I left my wife and daughter uh, at this cabin we were staying at. Well, I went to the show Friday and Saturday night, but this specifically Friday night. Uh, so I go there, and, and I get a text while I'm at the show, you know, and my wife's like, when you when you get back, be careful coming down the stairs. Because uh, Zoe, my daughter, actually left a couple toys on the stairs because she wanted to make sure I could find my way back when I got back to the cabin. The innocence and unconditional love of children is just unbelievable sometimes. And we we, we tend to forget that. You know, I do sometimes. I'm like, when she's screaming and throwing a fit. For, that's the other thing, too. People are like, oh, terrible twos. No, 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 no. Two, two-year-olds, a breeze. Fantastic. Four-year-olds, holy shit, the tantrums. And I'm sure this varies kid to kid, but mine is just constant. It's whining and constant battle. Not, I mean, not all the time, but when it comes up. Like the other night, she start, starts throwing a tantrum before dinner. She's like, I'm not going to eat dinner. And I just, I was like, fine, go throw a fit in your room. She's in a room whining and yelling. And I was like, just get it out. Get it out. Get done with it. But beyond that, we tend to forget that, that unconditional love they have, the innocence they have, love for us and just love for the world. We all get ruined as we become teenagers and adults. And I think we could learn a lot from children. Whether you have children or not, you can learn a lot from them Keep when you, when you look to those things and the caring and compassion and just love that they have for other individuals, for the world, for their friends. They just, it, it, like I said, it, it, it gets ruined as we get older. And I love that reminder. I really do. I really do. And like I said, sometimes it is tough. Uh, recently, I've been very hard on myself, uh, not only because of my own mental health issues, but just in general. And I, you know, I worry that I'm not doing good enough for my child. You know, and I know anyone out there who's a parent can relate to this. Absolutely can relate to this. But I'm reminded of a quote from the great show Shameless. And uh, one of the characters asks another character because his, his, his girlfriend is pregnant. He's getting ready to have a child. And the other character has kids already. And he says, how do you, how do, you do this? How, how can you be a parent? And the character who has kids said, says, you just love them. You just love them, man. And that's the most important thing. I have to remind myself, and that's a reminder for all of you out there that need that little bit of encouragement. Even though you stumble, even though you might yell, you might get upset, you might get frustrated, the most important thing is that you just continue to love your kids. And I need that reminder sometimes, and I know people out there do, do need that reminder. It's okay to get upset. Maybe a kid's going to remember it, but that's not the only thing they're going to remember. Just fucking love them. That's the most important thing. All right, let's move on to some uh, common sense. We got a few things this week in the the common sense realm. Of course, everything around every episode revolves around common sense, as you as you can tell. That is the main theme of Go Tell the Wall and and Common Sense Sundays. It's right there in the title. And you can disagree with my common sense, but it's my podcast, and I get to yell at a wall. You can always turn it off. You shouldn't turn it off. But you can always turn it off if you don't like what you're hearing. I know I'm going to get some hate mail from some anti-vaxxers that this happens i get the hate emails through the website a lot of them don't like to post things they just like to send me 
emails through the website and say, I hope you die. It's like, all right, cool. Thanks. Way to prove my point with, about society not having compassion anymore. You know. All right, common sense. This one, this one got me recently. We often hear how people freak out. They're like, oh, you know, I was, I was searching for a new toilet, and suddenly I'm getting toilet ads, you know, throughout my social feeds or, you know, when I'm Google searching or all these different things. And, it's, and I get it. It's like, yeah, that is strange. You're like, my, I wasn't even looking for anything. I just happened to mention the word, you know, toilet or garden hose or whatever. Suddenly I'm getting ads for garden hoses. It's like, yeah, you know. And I understand people freaking out a little bit. I don't. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Listen to me. I've always said from the beginning, like, people joke around. They're like, oh, the CIA is listening in on your phone. I'm like, what, what are they listening to? Like, me coloring with my kid, playing Legos with my kid, or me sitting on the couch watching a sitcom and debating, you know, what kind of pizza I'm going to eat for dinner? Oh, no. Oh, God. The CIA is going to come after me because I, I'm eating pizza for dinner. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's what I always question. What are you doing that you're so worried about people listening in on your conversations? Now, obviously, you know, I don't want... Sometimes you are having a private conversation with your significant other or your friends or whatever. Yeah, I get that. But, like, really, what's the big worry? You know? And, of course, like I said, when it comes to ads and everything, people freak out. Oh, my God, I'm getting these targeted ads. Here's the other thing, though, is if you scroll through things like Facebook, it's really Facebook's the bigger culprit of it, and people post things... And there's even a meme going around like how people think they get hacked and it's like a hooded guy behind a computer. Oh yeah, hacking, hacking. And they're like, how do they actually get hacked? And it's these memes where it's like, your 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 porn name is the last thing you bought plus the color of your underwear. And it's like, you're you're literally telling the social platforms what you're buying. It doesn't even have to listen in on you. It's, you're just, you're posting it. So the same people freaking out about this a lot of times are like, oh yeah, I last thing I bought was tacos. Last thing I bought was, you know, Laundry detergent. It's like, yeah. That one's been cracking me up recently. Because th they'll post it. The last thing I bought. Whatever else that might be. You're literally feeding the ads without even they'd even having a try. Common sense. You know, just if you're going to freak out about it, don't participate in these kinds of things. Or, and that's that's the best ones. It's like, your your stage name is your, your grandmother's middle name and the name of the first street you lived on. It's like, those are fucking security questions. <laughs> what are you doing? So be smart out there. Internet can be a crazy place, but let's let's not make it even crazier by feeding those hackers or advertisers or whatever else. Me personally, I don't care. I don't do those things because I'm I'm like, oh, you want my mother's maiden name? Okay. Name of your first dog? Okay. You know, it's like, come on. I just it's it's, it's mind blowing to me how <laughs> same people freaking out are doing these things. By all means, do the things, but don't don't then complain that someone hacked you or that you're getting targeted ads for, for tacos because that's the last thing you ate or the last thing you bought. You know, laundry detergent, garden hose, whatever. Really, really amusing to me. So, OnlyFans. Uh, this thing actually already went full circle before I could even get in here for a an episode. Uh, OnlyFans, if you're not familiar with that site, it is a subscription site. I guess it's kind of... I've never used it. I, I know of it. You know, it, and it's fine. Um... And I, I and I will point out that I am well aware there are a lot of people on there that use OnlyFans, like have an OnlyFans account, taking in subscriptions and getting a monthly fee from people that are not actually doing explicit content. However, OnlyFans really was built, if you're not familiar with it, was built on explicit and or pornographic content. Nudity, sex, that kind of stuff. 
Well, OnlyFans, a week or two ago, announced that they were going to stop allowing explicit content on their platform. Now, of course, everyone freaked out, and they were like, what the hell? Not only people that use it and, and post explicit content, uh, but a lot of other people, because even myself, I was like, really? You, you built this platform on sex workers and people who, who post explicit content, and now you're taking it away because of public uh, pressure from, from uh, you know, I, b- I believe it was like a sponsor or, or one of, something was going on, and they were like, we got to do this. Well, sure enough, that's how it came full circle, is they've already backed down from that. Uh, because of the outrage that was happening on social platforms. Here's the other thing, too, is when that happened and everyone's like, oh, all these people are going to have to get real jobs and stuff. And it's like maybe for like two weeks, but like it's not that hard to create a platform. I can't do it because I'm not technical. You know, that's that's just not what I do. But it's not if if OnlyFans had continued through with their ban of of explicit content, somebody else would just come out and create another platform. And well, I'd like to say, well, OnlyFans came to their their senses. It's like, no, they probably realized that they were just going to miss out on a bunch of revenue, and their platform w- would complete would just completely disappear because no one would use it. Uh, they have gone back on that, and you're still going to be able to get your explicit content on OnlyFans. So don't worry if you're one of those people that uses OnlyFans and subscribes to uh, to to content creators on that platform. You're you're still going to be able to do it. All right, story came out uh, over the past week or so. Can't remember exactly when. Uh, for those of you that were alive in the '90s uh, and and or a Nirvana fan, uh, there was a p- particular album from Nirvana called Nevermind. This album cover featured a, a a baby, naked baby, swimming in a swimming pool, chasing a dollar bill, um, like on a. I think it was on like a fishing line. I, I was a moderate Nirvana. I, you know, I enjoy Nirvana to an extent, but I, yeah, I was never a huge fan. I'm very well aware of the album cover. I, I was listening to music in the 90s. I was very well aware of it. Uh, another interesting fact that I didn't know uh, prior to this lawsuit coming out, apparently that was shot in the, uh, the, the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center uh, in Pasadena there. My, my kid, well, hasn't for the past two years. Thank you, COVID. Uh, but he used to take swimming lessons there. I was like, oh, I, I know that pool. Uh, but the the baby, who is no longer baby, is a thirty year old, thirty uh, year old man now, has brought up a lawsuit against the members of Nirvana, uh, so Dave Grohl, uh, the other dude, and the estate of Kurt Cobain. Uh, apologies, other dude. I don't I don't know the name. I wasn't a big enough Nirvana fan. And usually I have sympathy for these kinds of things. I I am one of the first to to defend victims, not even defend, but speak up for victims and and. Uh, you know, have have their back, I, I, you know, support victims, I guess. However, this is not one of those cases. This is absolutely a cash grab by a 30-year-old dude who actually called it child pornography. It is not child pornography. Which is funny, because when this first dropped, I, I was going deep into my brain to film school, and I was like, entertainment law, what? Oh, I learned this. And there's laws around prepubescent children and, and what can be shown, even on television. We we all uh, whatever that sun sunscreen brand was. I don't know if it's still around, but it's got the little girl and the and the the, the doggies like pulling down the back of the and it's like, oh, there's some 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 baby butt there. <laughs> I laugh because that's I, we joke about that in 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 my house when my kids getting ready for bath. Like oh baby butt. This is this is not one of those things. And on top of that, this dude has been signing autographs for years and has recreated. The photo shoot multiple times over the years on the anniversary of the album, Nevermind. 
has Nevermind tattooed across his chest. Now, I'm not going to take away from his feelings or anything like that, but we are looking at a clear cash grab in this particular instance. So I'll be interested to see where this goes, but I don't think it's going very far. And it seems like most people are on that side of things. Like, okay, buddy. And even if they're, you know, he has some whatever pain and suffering, there's not a leg to stand on legally. There just isn't. I, I'm, I feel bad if he does, in fact, feel this way, but there's, there's not a leg to stand on from a legal standpoint. So it'll be interesting to follow this. We'll probably update everyone, I'm sure. And it's in the news. You can, you can look it up and get more details if you'd like. But common sense says you, you, you're wasting your time. You really are. And common sense says this is a cash grab. Common sense also says that there is no such thing as cancel culture, and we're seeing that literally today. Today we are seeing that. Kanye. Kanye West. That fucking guy. (laughs) So sick of that guy. I've just been sick of him for years now. Years. Well, he released a new album today. And if if you go on the social platforms, people are like, oh my god. Donda or Donda, whatever it's called. You know, I know the name of the album. I have no interest in listening to it. I will not give give it any of my time, money, any of that kind of stuff. Kanye's a raging maniac. Pretty sure the guy has some mental health issues and, and should probably get some help for that, but he's still a raging maniac, even outside of that. Doesn't need support and money from other people. And it gets even worse, because on this newest album, he's included uh, cameos from a rapist, a bigot, and an abuser. Specifically, Marilyn Manson, uh, somebody called Da Baby, whatever the fuck that is. I, like, it's fine. I have your own name, but this is a dude that came out and spoke out against LGBTQ rights. Uh, and then Chris Brown, who you know, maybe you could say he has reformed, but this is the gentleman who was accused, and more or less we knew what happened to to abusing uh, the artist Rihanna when they were dating years and years ago. This happened a long time ago. This is kind of. I feel like Kanye is just trolling us at this point. He's trolling us. And everyone's everyone's eating it up and listening to it. This is just further proof that cancel culture does not exist. This whole cancel culture that people like to talk about. It's like, well, how do you stop cancel culture? You make people listen to things they don't like? That's just proof that it doesn't exist. Raging maniac, a rapist, a bigot, and an abuser. Work on an album together and everyone's eating it up. I won't be giving it any of my time. That's my personal choice. I'm not going to give you anyone out there a hard time if you want to listen to it. But I will point out that this is not the best person to be to be giving support and money to. Even listens. Even if you're listening to it for free and he's only getting like .0001 cent on Spotify. Don't even give him that. I won't be. Just won't be. I won't even take the time to listen to it. All right. Renegade Burning Man. Oh, I talked about this last year. And it's funny because a couple months ago I was like, oh yeah, people are probably going to go out to the, the playa there. And even though Burning Man was canceled again this year, and I was like, you know, it's, it's a lot better this year. But then the Delta variant came out over the past month or so. We're not at a point where people should be gathering in the desert. I don't care that it's outside. People are traveling from all over the world to go out to this renegade Burning Man. And on top of that, there's no infrastructure out there in the middle of nowhere. The nearest hospital is like 143 miles. And if you've ever been to Burning Man, you know that they do have they, they have medical evacuation. They have med tents with doctors that if something happens, you can go in there. You can literally get stitches at the med tent. You, you can. Like, they, they can give you medical help up, up to a certain extent. And if you really need to go to a hospital, they fly you out of there. 
helicopter lands, takes you to the nearest hospital, which I believe is in Reno. So 142, three miles to the nearest hospital. So if anything happens out there, people are going to be in trouble. And even though it's outside, if we start to get a, 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 this could be a super spreader event where then people leave Nevada, go back to their home city, state, country even, and then further this Delta variant spread. I'm really losing faith in the burner community, the Burning Man community. Burners, one of the principles is, is ca compassion and, com and caring for other people. This is not compassion and caring for other people, and I'm completely losing faith in the Burning Man community here. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, I won't chide anyone specifically or individually for doing it. I would just say, take a step back and think about your priorities. What's important? Going out and hanging out in the desert or putting this pandemic behind us? Common sense. Common sense. Speaking of more common sense, Hawaii. Hawaii, which was actually doing very well beginning of the pandemic because it's, it's an island. And a lot of people there were being very responsible. Uh, they had kept their numbers very low. Now with the Delta variant, the numbers are just going through the roof. They're trying to get everyone vaccinated over there. And specifically with the uh, native Hawaiian community, they're, they're seeing numbers just shoot through the roof at, a, at a, a very high rate. And in fact, officials in Hawaii have asked that people not travel to Hawaii right now because they're having such a, a, an uptick in cases. But of course, what's happening? Everyone is traveling to Hawaii. This is another great example of people who are selfish, people from the continental U.S. traveling to Hawaii, despite the fact that people there are saying, please do not travel to Hawaii. Selfishness. Your vacation is not that important. It's not. It can wait. Not worth it. Continuing the spread of the Delta variant. We're, we, it, feels, it often feels like we're just never going to get through this because of all these things happening. So don't, don't go to... Don't go to Hawaii. Just don't do it. I am going to save... We're going to talk about the D Disney Genie Pass next week because that's some common sense too. But I'm going to save that for next week so I can yell at the wall about the Disney Genie Pass. If you're a Disney file, you know what, you know what I'm talking about. Oh boy. The mouse... Mouse always got his hand out, man. All right, entertainment news. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to organize this a little better, and I want to talk, you know, we've, we've often promoted, and I'm going to promote uh, another fellow podcast blog brand uh, in just a moment, but I also want to start adding in this, uh, what I'm listening to lately. Now, of course, Chaser. I'm going to talk about the shows a little bit here in entertainment news. Uh, but a, a newer band, newer to me, that I have been listening to lately is a band out of Philadelphia called Catbite. Yeah, Cat, C-A-T, Bite. Cat Bite, they're from Philly. Uh, they're a fantastic ska band. They have two full albums out that you can check out. Uh, I actually, just this past week, I'd heard of them really like a year ago, and I kept meaning to go back, and like I was like, oh, because I saw them play on, I think it was a Punk Rock Saves Lives uh, live stream that they were doing. You know, they, they had just the band together in a studio uh, playing on this live stream. Uh, the keyboardist, who's also the singer, had a broken arm. She had a broken arm and was still playing the key. I was like, and I don't, I don't know if it was wrist, but she had a cast. I don't know exactly what was broken. Playing a keyboard. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Finally got around to downloading some of their stuff this week. Uh, cannot recommend them enough, especially if you're a ska fan. If you are a ska, especially a reggae ska fan, you are going to enjoy Catbite. Uh, so that is the particular band that I'm listening to lately uh, is Catbite. Check them out. Band out of, ska band out of Philly. Uh, fantastic band. Both albums are great. 
uh, really front to, uh, you know, start to finish albums. Uh, so check those out. Uh, and I'm sure it's available on Spotify and all that stuff. I don't do the Spotify thing. I, I buy albums. I download albums. And so far, I was thinking about this recently, too, because uh, if, if, you're, if you're like my age or even a little younger or older, definitely, there was something, like back in the 90s, it was always like, man, because you, you had to buy a whole, you had to buy an entire album. You had to buy a whole cassette tape, whole CD, and you're like, I just like one song from this band. You know, and you could you could record on cassette tapes. I, you know, yes, we all did that. We recorded from the radio, or you borrowed a friend's CD or, or tape, and you recorded, you know, so you could make a mixtape. Yeah, we had to buy full albums. And back then, it was like, why can't we just kind of create our own albums? And then iTunes came out, and it's like, oh, cool, we can just buy individual songs now. Uh, but it's funny because now that I have that capability, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do this. This is just me individually. I end up buying full albums now. <laughs> I find a band I like, and I'm like, I'm getting the whole album. I like to li- I will listen to an album as opposed to like a mix, you know. And there's obviously so once in a while I'll get a song that like I just I just like that song. Uh, but especially when it comes to to punk and ska, um, which are are my most listened to genre personally, and really in this house too. My my daughter my daughter loves Catbite. I played Catbite for her the other day, and now she asks for it constantly, just the same way she asks for. Um, Millie Manders and Less Than Jake and The Interrupters and Bomb Pops. Now we add Catbite to her her rotation of, of bands. Uh, so, so check them out. Can't recommend them enough. Uh, and new recommendation. Uh, this organization has been around for a little while. And I finally had the pleasure to meet uh, two of the founders, uh, Kanan and Raven. Uh, and this is a an, an organization called Girls Like Us. Uh, and that's girls with three R's and no I. Three R's and no I. Girls Like Us. Uh, they're a, a blog and podcast uh, platform, mainly revolving around the punk scene, uh, as well as, as female uh, empowerment within the punk scene, which is something that's amazing to see these days. And it, it, I've said this before, we no longer say, like, female-fronted band. Back in the 80s and 90s, it was like, oh my god, there's a female in a punk band. This is amazing. You know? Now it's very normal. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. Um, and you can find them on Facebook and their website, uh, girlslikeus.com. Uh, again, three R's, no I. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably go ahead and post them up in the uh, Go Tell It to the Wall uh, Facebook page. So it'll be easily accessible uh, for everybody out there. And like I said, had the pleasure to meet two of the founders um, and, and cannot recommend them enough. It, whether male or female, you're, you're going to get some great content out of Girls Like Us. Uh, so check them out. I've actually got a couple stickers. I didn't have a chance to put it on the wall yet. But you will see a, a Girls Like Us sticker on the wall as soon as I have a chance. I've got like four new stickers to put on the wall up here because uh, of going to shows lately. Uh, and speaking of shows lately, I've actually been to four four shows. No, three shows since the last episode, but four shows since we've started opening back up. I've had the pleasure to see Chaser twice uh, over the past month and a half. Um, and in fact, if for those of you not seeing me on video right now, I'm actually wearing one of, one of my newest favorite shirts here. It is It is the Chaser shirt. Um, and not only is it awesome because Chaser's awesome, love them. God, they, they killed it at Big Bear last weekend, just killed it. Uh, shout out to all those guys because they just did a fantastic job. Um, and uh, it, not only that, but I love the design on this shirt. So if, if you're not watching the video, check out the video. Specifically wore this one this week because it, it's actually, I just picked it up at the first the Chaser record release show, uh, which I think I mentioned on the last episode because uh, I finally had a chance to bust it out and wear it. Uh, in addition to that, I had had the pleasure of seeing uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and the Venomous Pinks on uh, Friday, August 13th. Yep, Friday the 13th down there at Alex's Bar. Love Alex's Bar, Long Beach. 
Uh, and it's always a trip for me driving through Long Beach because I lived there for a few years uh, and I actually drove right by, not right by, but right by the street, one of the, uh, the street of one of the apartment buildings that I lived on, lived in in Long Beach years ago. Um, and it's a great venue. I was happy to say most people wearing their masks uh, at that particular show, which was great. I was wearing my mask the entire time because it was inside and outside. It took it off a couple times, uh, sitting outside away from people um, so that I could actually like drink a beer. That's, I, I have no problem wearing a mask at shows, but I did find myself because I got there and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grab a beer at the bar. You know, so I go grab a beer and I go to stand there and, and, uh, uh, before, and I think the, the next band I'm going to talk about, I think they were either just starting or were getting ready to start and I was like, oh, cool. Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to hold this. <laughs> like, so I'm not going to take, I didn't want to take my mask off inside. Uh, so I just kind of held it for a set and then walked outside and went to the side and saw a couple of friends that I know personally that are vaccinated and, and wasn't necessarily worried about having my mask off somewhat close to them. I mean, not, you know, right up in their face. Uh, but then I, I was like, oh, okay, now I can enjoy my beer while I'm outside here on the patio. Uh, so I had, had the pleasure of seeing Bad Cop, Bad Cop and the Venomous Pinks. We'll get my Venomous Pinks shirt uh, on here probably next episode. I just, I've, I'm rotating through all the shirts, uh, and Bad Cop, Bad Cop hadn't seen, haven't, they, this is their first show since putting out their new album, uh, so they put on a great show, as always, love them, uh, got to finally hear them play some new songs, uh, and the Venomous Pinks, who I've been a big fan of for, for quite a while now, uh, had never actually had a chance to see them live, uh, and, and finally got the chance to see them live, uh, so shout out to those, those ladies as well. Uh, in Venomous Pinks, and, and I've talked many times about Chaos Merch and Basis Against Racists. Uh, so we have Lynn from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who who spearheaded Basis Against Racists, as well as Gabby, uh, Gabby Chaos from the Venomous Pinks, uh, and Chaos Merch, uh, who produces all of the Basis Against Racists shirt. Uh, and for those of you interested, you have how many? You have either one or you have two or three days left, or like two and a half days left to get the the latest Basis Against Racist shirt, which uh, features uh, Chris Number Two from Anti Flag. Uh, so, so make sure you head on over to Chaos Merch and pick up one of those. Uh, if you have a chance to see Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and or the Venomous Pinks, and of course Chaser, like I've mentioned recently, uh, take that opportunity. Uh, and actually, I was pleasantly surprised because recently, and I've talked about Punk in the Park a couple times, recently we had some additions to the Punk in the Park weekend. Uh, Chaser was added, uh, and I believe Venomous Pinks were added. And it was one of those situations where I went, oh, this is awesome. I already have tickets, and you're adding bands that I absolutely love. Uh, so if you get a chance, check them out. Uh, Hell Omega going on in L.A. this week. Uh, they're actually playing San Diego tonight. Uh, I will have the pleasure of seeing Hello Mega Tour this Friday at Dodger Stadium. If you're in Los Angeles and you're going to be there, I'll be in the pit. Look for me. You can pick me out by my Dickies jacket with all the patches on it. Uh, I'm rather tall. My hair will be purple by then, uh, but I will be running around the pit. Come say what's up to me. Get a fist bump. Probably not going to give out hugs if I don't know you very well, but give a little fist bump and I'll say what's up and maybe I'll throw a sticker your way, a Go Tell It to the Wall sticker. Uh, and it's amazing because it's it's like finally happening. I'll be masked the whole time, even though it's outside. You gotta have masks at Dodger Stadium, even even being outside. Uh, so I will be masked, and this is one of those situations where I bought tickets for this show almost two years ago. Bought them like September nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, and we're gonna see them on September third, twenty twenty one. Two years after buying tickets, uh, so finally gonna be happy to use up those tickets uh, and see Interrupters, Weezer, Fallout Boy, and Green Day, per- and. I know they have a big following. I'm not a big Fallout Boy fan. I've told my wife and my sis Laura, and and Laura agrees. Like that's probably we'll go grab a bite, 
at the stadium while Fallout Boy's playing, just because it's not. It's, I'm I'm not particularly into them. Not, I'm not going to sit here and oh, Fallout Boy's bad. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just not into them. Uh, I will be mainly going for the Interrupters in Green Day, and I'll probably enjoy some some crazy Rivers Cuomo uh, as Weezer plays uh, for the Hella Mega Tour. All right, last thing I'm going to leave you with. Now, you're probably familiar with this if you've been a bit of a fan for a while. Cobra Kai. Season 4 has wrapped. It wrapped a while ago, and that season's going to be premiering on Netflix uh, in December. So, so get ready for that one. I'm a big Cobra Kai fan. It's so cheesy. It's incredibly cheesy. It's the same thing with the Mighty Ducks reboot on, on Disney+. Plus. It's, I always joke and I'm, I like, you know, make fun of, in a fun way, cheesy things. I'm like, so why are you watching it so cheesy? And I watch, like, the Mighty Ducks reboot or Cobra Kai, which is just incredibly cheesy. And I, I, I own it. I admit to it. So I'm looking forward to Season 4. Uh, and if you haven't heard, they actually got renewed for a season five, despite the fact that season four hasn't even come out yet. So, so Netflix and and the uh, the production company behind Cobra Kai clearly has has a lot of faith uh, in that, and and they have a lot of fans because you see a lot of it going on around there. And in fact, when the trailer was dropped for season four, I was like, oh, I want to see the trailer, and it will go to YouTube, and it's you got to like search through because everyone's posting like their own trailer breakdown and stuff. It's like, no, no, I just want to see the damn trailer. I don't, I don't want to hear some talk about it for 10 minutes just give me like the the minute and a half trailer but that that's just me like please by all means if that's what you do is you talk about trailers and talk over them and do your thing i yell at a wall on a weekly basis i'm 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 not here to throw stones you know i'm just not that's not something i do mad respect if that's what you're into and that's what you watch or that's what you produce all good do it just not for me all right uh that is gonna do it for us (laughs) actually didn't do too bad this week usually we're way over i mean we're over time (laughs) don't get me wrong Usually we're way over time when we have a little bit of a break like that. Uh, but I am happy to say that we didn't go too crazy over time here. Uh, and I am enjoying my, my Go Tell It to the Wall mug here with, uh, as I always say, it's not coffee and it's not booze. It's just water. Got to keep got to keep hydrated. It, it's hot as hell. 100, 108 in the valley yesterday. I saw someone post. 108 degrees. For those of you not familiar with Los Angeles, the va- whenever you see like the hottest area in Los Angeles, if you live out, I mean inside Los Angeles too, but when you see the hottest area... Uh, of Los Angeles, for those of you that live outside of Los Angeles, uh, that's Woodland Hills, which is part of the valley. It was 108 in the valley yesterday. Uh, not quite that hot here in, in L.A. metro area. It was like 95 or so, but it was hot. I was outside for a while yesterday uh, out at the park with my kiddo and a couple friends. You know, kids are running around masked and stuff, and it's like, all right, huh, I'm done with this. And it was like 11 in the morning. <laughs> it's too hot. Too hot. So you got to stay hydrated. Keep the, i got to keep the, the throat lubricated here so I can yell at a wall for all of you out there Uh, but like i said that's going to do it for us uh thank you for joining in make sure you uh subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends Uh, we will be back next week uh with a new episode with episode 56 of common sense sundays uh and until then oh no don't forget make sure you like our our page on facebook or follow our page on facebook facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall of course youtube head on over to youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall uh, and subscribe to our channel. You can find all kinds of awesome videos up there. Uh, you can, of course, follow my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, and, of course, SeanO'RourkeLive.com, which will link you to all of those things I just mentioned, uh, as well as give you exclusive stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. And, of course, a link to our Patreon page and our merch page. Become a patron. Pick up some merch. Check out the website. You don't. Ha- it's, it's free. It's there. You can bookmark it. You, this podcast is free. You can listen to it. You can subscribe for free. All of that stuff. It's so easy to do. So make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. 
Uh, and like I said, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time with episode 56 of Common Sense Sundays. I am, of course, this has been episode 55. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.